Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Robbie Samuels. How are you doing, Robbie, and where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for inviting me. I am in the Philadelphia suburbs on the east coast of the United States. Wonderful. Robbie Samuels has been recognized as a networking expert and as an expert in the field of digital event design. He's a TEDx speaker and two times best-selling author. And I think your mission that relationships are the answer to any business or life challenge is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Robbie. Yes, thank you. Wonderful. Okay, let's dive right in. The first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? My ideal client for my coaching practice is an entrepreneurial woman in her 50s and beyond looking to grow her impact and income through some kind of new revenue stream. And uh, she is feeling a little unsure about this. Maybe she's you know, very much the expert in what she does. Um, maybe she's a, I worked with like an entrepreneur who was a coach, um, but now she wanted to do a group coaching program. And she wanted to host a podcast. She wanted to write a book. And these were all things that she felt a little bit of a novice at doing after 18 years of doing um, her business one way. It was different. And my recommendation was to lean into her existing network, which is something that I think the uh, women I work with really appreciate that as the response. So they're looking to have a bigger impact, looking to, to grow their revenue. And they're feeling like there's something they're missing. It could be technology that they're not quite ready for. A lot of it is mindset. Um, and that's what they generally come to me for. Excellent. So I have a, a couple of follow-up questions, if I may. Um, sure. so, um, so women are kind of like more leaning towards networking in general is my impression. But also I'm curious, how did it start that uh, you just have to focus on uh, entrepreneurial women over 50 and beyond? Well, the short answer is they found me. I cool. wrote my first book, Croissants versus Bagels, Strategic, Effective, and Inclusive Networking at Conferences. It was released in 2017. I decided I was going to host some kind of online group or course and ran a pilot. Four people signed up and one dropped out before it started and three continued and had a great time. Well, I uh, went to do it a second time and had these testimonials to these three people and 250 people went to the page uh, to look at the landing page, and no one clicked to schedule a call. But meanwhile, several people reached out and asked if I can help with this or this or this. And I met with a business coach, and she helped me realize that all the people who had reached out to me and, and stayed in my program the first time were entrepreneurial women in their 50s. And the person who backed out before it started was in her early 30s. And her response to me as she backed out was, you know, I'll just figure it out on my own. My ideal client would never say, I'll just figure it out on my own. <laughs> because if you're 58 or 62 years old and you still want to grow and do, you don't want to spend three or four years kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. You want results. 
And that is why my second book is Small List, Big Results, right? It's all about taking action and seeing results from that action. So it's my network. My network is very much uh, majority, these, these kinds of, uh, these amazing entrepreneurial women. Um, it's who I love to socialize with and connect with. And it just turns out they really jived with the kind of way I discuss networking. So it's not just that they like networking, it's they, they get the relationship part of that equation. Wow, very powerful. Thank you for sharing. This is, uh, yeah, absolutely. This is really great insights. And, you know, it sounds like they are kind of like, um, you know, seeking out for help. And, uh, you know, when they're in a kind of like when something is new. So uh, what are common mistakes they make when tr uh, trying to solve that kind of problem? Well, this is actually not just these entrepreneurial women, but I think a lot of entrepreneurs make this mistake you get a really great idea. You, you're listening to what people are saying and you think, oh my gosh, I hear a problem. Oh, I know what the solution is. And you go and you build it. And a lot of times that means not getting any additional information from people, but just going and um, trying to uh, go into a cave or in your basement and tinkering with it until you, you know, months later, come out to the marketplace and you say, here it is. And the marketplace says, who are you? What is this? I don't need this. And the problem is that the way we understand what's going on is much bigger than what the people who are dealing with it feel it. So there's the problem they know they have that they're willing to admit. So the clients I work with tend to have some kind of thing that they know they need help with. I, they come to me saying, I know I need help launching a podcast. I know I need help figuring out how to write a book that will help me grow my business. That's a problem they're willing to admit. Then there's the problem they know they have that they're not quite willing to admit, which is, oh, I'd really like to also have a group coaching program. And then there's a the problem they don't even know they have, but I understand they have, which is, I also want to not work as much and I want to double my income. <laughs> um, so that's where they're like, they like can't state that. They can't, they can't imagine making that declaration, but that's really where this is all going. And so... What I'm helping them do is lean into their existing network to actually speak with likely prospects because until you do that part of the equation, then people might design something that is a solution for a much bigger problem than what people are willing to admit. So in my second book, Smallest Big Results, I talk about little P versus big P problems. And so people are aware of their little P problems. That's what they're presenting you with. And then there's the bigger problem, which is what you know they have. Well, if you sell them a solution to a bigger problem, but they're not yet aware of that, it's a mismatch. And that's when they say, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't need that. So everything we do in all of our marketing and all of our conversations and all of our discovery calls and our research calls, it's to move people from little P to big P awareness so that they are ready and seeking a bigger solution. Oh, it makes so much sense from a marketing perspective. And when you just started uh, talking about that, I was just reminded of Mike Tyson, who said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> before I ask Robbie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, um, Robbie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Well, I really think that the best thing to do is to go through your existing network, whether it, that could be um, downloading your LinkedIn contacts or going through your Facebook list or your, even your phone contacts, because, you know, you've had a phone for a long time and you keep importing your old contacts to your new device. So you might have contacts there for a dozen, 14 years ago. 
and going through there and really understanding um, which of these folks would remember your name and you would be happy to hear from them out of the boot, out of the blue. And then what is their connection to you, their influence in the world and their interest in your topic. And based on that criteria, discover which of these folks might be likely prospects and likely re uh, referral partners and which you just want to have a coffee chat with and which you want to snooze for another time. And if you develop this kind of list, every time you have a great idea, you can uh, go back to it and start to have more calls to really understand the problems people have. And to help people do that, I've created the Big Results Toolkit, which complements Smallest Big Results, which is my book. The full title is Smallest Big Results, Launch a Successful Offer No Matter the, um, the Size of Your Email List. So people often think the reason they can't, uh, the reason it's taking them a year and a half to sell anything is that they don't have a big enough list or they don't know quite what the marketing is. They're not quite sure who their ideal client is. Well, this will solve all those problems because you're not just working with your business email list. You're looking at who do you know in the world and who you know in the world is always going to be bigger than who is on your email list. Some of the perfect people for your offer may not be on your email list yet. They may not even know you do this yet. Maybe you knew them 10 years ago through some other connection. They don't know that they, you could now help them, but they have that no like and trust. They they would they would appreciate hearing from you and learning more about this, and then you can learn from them. So the Big Results Toolkit has several resources in it, including the Wake Up Your Network Workbook, which walks through all these steps, uh, pro analyze problem language, which is what do you do once you've done all the the recording of all these um, research calls? What do you do with the information? There's even a 30 minute training video in there to walk you through that. There's a resource around how to discover your ideal client. Basically, I've packed it full of information, and it's all available at robbysamuels.com forward slash liftoff. Hmm, wonderful. And you're dropping these uh, value bombs, kind of like I just asked for one. So thank you for sharing. It's so wonderful to have someone on the show who is kind of like so openly uh, giving away uh, with advice sure. and also sharing their have resources. And of course, we'll put the link in the show description so folks can check it out. Thank you for sharing, Robbie. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? You know, there is one thing that happens um, once we, we have an offer and we sometimes get on a call with a colleague or a new friend or a new connection and we're doing one of those like either catch-up calls or get-to-know-you calls and next thing you know, you're giving away a ton of free advice. And you feel great at the end of the hour because you feel like you help them and they feel like you help them. They've got like pages and pages of notes, but in reality, you didn't help them. They don't take action on free advice. It wasn't a strategy. It was a list of tactics. Um, they put it aside. A few weeks later, they look at the page. They can't even quite understand their notes. They eventually ask a friend for some help. That friend introduces them to a coach. That coach actually walks them through a strategy session and they hire that coach. You hear through the grapevine, that they hired somebody else. And you wonder, wait, why, why did that happen again? I keep giving away great, great advice. So the one thing I would say is figure out how to shift the conversation from you just, I don't know, spewing <laughs> great ideas, but not strategy. And you really can't do strategy off a 14-minute conversation. Um, and instead, shift it into a conversation about what would we like to work together? And I've got a magical question um, that helps shift that. And it's um, you know, you sound a lot like the folks that I, I work with. Would you like to hear what it's like for us to work together? Well, you know, I have so many ideas for you because you sound a lot like the folks I work with. Would you like to hear what it's like for us to work together? And I've got a whole video to explain how to weave that in. And it's available at robbysamuels.com forward slash magical. 
already sounds very magical <laughs> to me. <laughs> Excellent question also. So this uh, brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? I mean, we've been all together sequestered in the middle of this pandemic. And so I'm really fortunate. I have two children who are two years apart. And I think the moments of seeing them, they're getting along and they're becoming like these great playmates and friends. And we've had to recently separate them because they, one was feeling a little unwell and now they're finally getting better. And they're like, don't separate us, don't separate us. And I just, you know, my wife convinced me to have a second child by showing me pictures of cute siblings on Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I feel like, wow, we've had a couple of really cute Instagram moments. Of course they fight and squabble, but I think anytime I can see them really loving on each other and wanting to be together, it's just, it's just so joyful that, you know, my wife and I've done such a great job raising them. Wow. What a wonderful goosebumps moment with your family and loved ones. And so this is why we, we honor and celebrate it here on our show that it's so important to have these moments, you know, besides all the business and all the hectic of, of our daily lives. So thank you for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment with your family. Also, thank you, Robbie, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.